It's my first time being here at this camp meeting, and I heard that it was going to blow up. And I realized there's a lot of dynamite here. I realize it blows up so much it blows the chairs out of the altar. And so we're going back to Bible times where they sat on the ground. We just go go ahead and have church anyhow. Amen. No question we are living in the end times. I choose to talk to you tonight about this concept of universal dominion because I believe the Holy Ghost wants us to get a good picture of what exactly he is getting ready to do with the church. I received confirmation that I should speak on this subject when Brother Booker mentioned something in prayer before we came into the building tonight to be with you. Talking about what God wants to do with the church in the end times. I can't think of anything worse than a dead, dried up, quiet apostolic church. Thank you all 15 of you. I can't think of anything worse than a dead, quiet, dry apostolic church. If it's going to be apostolic, it's got to be on fire. His four-year-old daughter, granddaughter just got the Holy Ghost and that's why the church has got to be red hot. I'm telling you now, let's go ahead and just be the church in this end time. Somebody ought to understand that when we come into this building, it's time out for us playing sophisticated and looking at each other and waiting for our pew to get on fire. If I've got to get on fire by myself, I'll get on fire by myself because I don't want to be in a dead, dry, apostolic church. I'm trying to behave. I really am. I'm trying. Y'all, y'all behave. Now, we're in the end time. So crazy now, folk can't praise God. And a lot of reasons why some churches are dead and dry is because the life is being sucked out of them by the spirit of the age. Because you can't rebuke what entertains you. It is impossible to bind the devil and then slip in a devil DVD. Y'all ain't going to preach with me. And be entertained by a devil for two hours and then turn around and bind it and rebuke it. Come on. The devil is a liar. You got to be free from outside influence if you're going to have revival in your sanctified soul. and holy hustlers what we need are one God apostolic tongue talking devil chasing 
behave. I am. In time. Tell you how bad it is now, Ralph. Over in the media world, Gnosticism is influencing the arts, the literature, the films of the world. Gnosticism. Brother Booker, we know this spirit. John preached against it in his first epistle. Said, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they're really of God. Because there's a lot of false prophets that are gone out into the world. This is how you'll know whether it's the spirit of God or the spirit of the Antichrist. Every spirit that can confess that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Every spirit that cannot confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. But is that spirit of the Antichrist, which you already heard, would be in the world. This spirit, this Gnostic spirit, Gnosis, falsely so-called. That spirit is actually controlling the entertainment industry. If ever we ought to preach against the media of the world, it is now. Because there is a demon that has risen up at the end of the age that's trying to grab our young people and poison their minds and take their hearts away from the one true God. But I'm persuaded that there's still a Jesus named church that's not going to This spirit actually believes, listen to the doctrine of Gnosticism, listen to this. This spirit, Brother um, Holmes says this, that material things are inherently evil. That is the earth, anything that is matter is inter- inherently evil. Thus, God could not have come in the flesh because matter is inherently evil. Watch this, Brother Holmes. These Gnostics actually taught in the first century that the God of the Old Testament was different from the God of the New Testament. They said that the God of the Old Testament was an ignorant God, the son of wisdom. But he was ignorant of the fact that he was not the only God. And that's why he went around telling people all the time that he was the only God. Because I don't know if you know the God of your Bible. He's real big on declaring that he's only one. He's big on that. The God of the Old Testament, you know, he's always running around saying, I'm looking to the left, I'm looking to the right, and if there's another God up here, I don't see him. He said, I am the only God. Shema Israel, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. You know, hero Israel, the Lord our God. He's big on that. Gnostics they claim well he just didn't know and so what he did was he created this world of matter and he imprisoned humanity in this world of matter and so 
listen to this the Gnostics claim that the serpent that was in the garden was really trying to liberate us from our prison and that that same serpent listen to this is who came as Jesus so Jesus is really the God of wisdom and he's fighting against the God of ignorance so now in the films and in the literature and in the arts the movement of the anti-hero is at work back in the day amen they had white hat black hat the white hat cowboy was the good guy the black hat cowboy was the bad guy but now the black hat cowboy is the good guy and the white hat cowboy is the tyrant so the god of the old testament is a tyrant and lucifer somehow became a revolutionary that people should follow somebody ought to just holler the devil is a liar first of all let me just declare emphatically in first pentecostal church tonight that the god of the old testament and the god of the new testament is the absolute same god jesus christ is god almighty manifested in the flesh lord i wish i had a preaching church without controversy great is the mystery of godliness god was manifest in the flesh justified in the spirit seen of angels preached unto the gentiles believed on in the world received up into glory jesus christ is god almighty i just feel like saying that jesus is god i feel like saying that again jesus is god somebody needs to say it with me jesus is god grab your neighbor and tell him jesus is god somebody scream the name of jesus one more time in this it felt like getting all of that off my chest that was part of the introduction glory to god when you say Jesus is God, you're doing something to the atmosphere because you're declaring truth in the time of the Antichrist. Make no mistake. The spirit of the Antichrist is now more prevalent than ever before. Think about where our country is right now. In my county, they have declared that every public school is going to have a transgender bathroom in my county. I know y'all folks in Arkansas. Most of y'all are carrying right now. Right up in church. I almost halfway expect somebody's gun to fall out right in the middle of praying. And there ain't a thing wrong with that. Come on. This is a one God apostolic church. And I'm just. I don't want to cause too much trouble. But I heard this is an unfettered pulpit. So I might as well tell the truth. God Almighty is not interested in us being gender fluid. He is still very much gender binary. now I've got to exegete this text just a little bit I propose to this church tonight 
that in the middle of this crazy world, God is positioning the church, listen, for universal dominion. Universal dominion. In other words, we're not just going to be the cute little church that cannot influence the world, not at all. But I believe that this apostolic truth and this Pentecostal church is getting ready to tear down every stronghold in every city, in every country, in every nation. And there isn't a devil in hell big enough to stop what God's getting ready to do with the church. If you believe it, you might as well just shout hallelujah. Behave, sit for just a little bit. Sit, 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 sit. Elders, let's just talk about it. It's camp meeting. Now, now, universal dominion. God, then, firstly, firstly, says, let us make man in our likeness, after our image, let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. It was a three-dimensional dominion. Fish of the sea, fowl of the air, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. But there are steps to dominion. Notice verse 28 of Genesis chapter 1. He blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. Stand up, son, stand up. I don't care what these two jokers say, they can't multiply. No, Impossible. They're handsome, don't get me wrong, but they cannot. And thank God, and you should have started screaming, I'm not trying either. They cannot multiply. Help me, Holy Ghost. This is why verse 27 said, in the image of God, made he him male and female, created he them. It takes one of them and one of them to multiply. Somebody should have said amen. Oh, I still feel like I'm in an apostolic church now. Oh, yes. Listen, this is why we know it's the end time. Because we have never faced such an onslaught of sexual perversion. Don't get me wrong. There's always been sexual perversion. But they are driving the bus in America right now. Three percent of the population driving the bus for 290 million others. Are y'all hearing me? Listen, the two spirits that fight us now more than ever before are the spirit of homosexuality and the spirit of abortion. Why those two spirits? Because multiplication equals dominion. So the two spirits that are fighting us are 
directly opposed to the concept of reproduction and multiplication. Somebody's going to get it here in a minute. The devil doesn't care if we shout all night, but let four-year-old little girls begin to get the Holy Ghost. show me a living church show me a church where folk are getting baptized in Jesus name and when they're getting the Holy Ghost and learning to live a holy life oh there's something about that multiplication Pharaoh didn't care nothing about the Israelites having church in their little synagogues in slavery but the minute they got to multiply Pharaoh said, now, there's too much of them. Mm-mm. Too much of them. Let's go ahead and just kill off all the boys. That's the spirit behind abortion now. Y'all better hear me. Both in the natural and in the spiritual. I'm getting ready to say something, but there's a whole lot of churches where there ain't no reproduction going on. As a matter of fact, glory to God amen especially non-apostolic churches where they teach folk just to lift your hand you know what that is nothing but a Planned Parenthood church conception takes place because folk get to believing in Jesus but there is no birth of the water and no birth of the spirit I'm telling you the churches the so-called denominal churches in your city are I wonder if I can preach like this. Am I all right to say this stuff down here? I don't want to get too much trouble in Arkansas. I can say this in Florida. Brother Bass will back me up. Look at your neighbors in my church will never be an abortion clinic as long as there's breath in our body we're going to be preaching Acts 238 we're going to be preaching the oneness of God we're going to be preaching holiness or hell we're going to be preaching the new birth multiplication equals dominion look at your neighbor and say we got to multiply we don't need more Republicans. We need more apostolics. Can't trust these Republicans anymore. You vote them in. They're not voting nothing for you. Y'all ain't saying nothing. They're all the same. They're all a bunch of hypocrites. But thank God there's still a one God apostolic church. And we still have enough anointing to tell you the difference between right or wrong. Lord, I hope somebody's praying for me. Oh, yes. So we need a man and a woman to multiply. Be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth and subdue it. Implied there is if you have to subdue it, there is warfare that is against the concept of us having dominion. Look at your neighbor and say, you're not my problem. That's why we ain't got time to be fighting with each other. 
brothers and sisters, I don't have time to fight you. You're not my problem. Look at your other neighbor and say, you've never been my problem. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're, right, we're fighting against principalities, against powers, and against the... I'm dealing with demons that are trying to kill our children. I'm dealing with devils that are trying to turn our musicians into homosexuals. I'm dealing with spirits that's trying to pervert our daughters and turn them into Jezebel. Somebody needs to get up and recognize it's time to fight. Sit, 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 sit. So that was the first point. God designed us for dominion. It only happens with a man and a woman giving birth or reproducing in the image of God. Am I still in the right church? Because God's big idea is he wanted a whole bunch of folks down here that look like him. Because his big idea was that man should be the visible representative of the invisible God to the earth. This is why Luke chapter 3 verse 38 says that Adam was the son of God. So, I want to introduce this concept now that Paul introduces in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Paul, you see, was a Pharisee. And so much of his thought expressed in his writing was really the thoughts of Jewish antiquity. He was taught at the feet of Gamaliel and he brought a lot of his ideas into his writing to try to educate a Gentile world that was largely clueless. And so he draws on this idea, listen, listen, of the original man, the original man. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45, Paul says, look, there was a first Adam. He says, but there's also a last Adam. But here's the crazy thing here. The last Adam was really before the first Adam. Did, did y'all get that? I'm going to say that one more time. He said now there was a first Adam. You can pull it up. 1 Corinthians 15, 45. There was a first Adam. But he says there's also a last Adam. First Adam was a living soul. Last Adam was a quickening spirit. The deal though is this. That before the first Adam showed up in Genesis chapter 1 the last Adam already existed what I'm saying is God made Adam based on a prototype or based on something real Adam was the image of something greater than himself now I got Bible scholars in here don't get worried I am not preaching about the pre-existent son. Take it easy, apostolics. Not at all. Because we know God became a son when he was born of a woman. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. 
However, I am saying that when God got ready to make man, he looked in the mirror and got to thinking, let my eternal self talk to myself in time and say something like this. Let us make man in our own image after our own likeness and let him have. I see some of y'all looking at me crazy. Let me put it to you this way. God is not limited by time. God dwells in eternity. Time dwells in him. So you and me, we're going from past to present to future. God is looking at past, present, and future at the same time. So just like God is in this building now, God is in the upper room, God is in the future, God is talking to Moses, and to him, it's happening at once. Only 10 of y'all clapped, because the rest of y'all think I'm crazy. Take that a step further. It's highly likely, Brother Holmes, that when Moses said, show me your glory, like I spoke to you, like you prayed to God in your private time and God revealed to me. It's highly likely, Brother Robinette, listen, that Moses, when he was taken up and God said, I'm going to put you in this cleft of the rock and I'm going to, because you can't see my face and live. Just gonna cover you in the cleft of this rock. I'm gonna move my hand and you will see my back parts. And it's highly likely that when Elijah climbed that mountain, are you all still with me? And had a conversation with God about how he was the only one left because they dig down the altars. And it's highly likely that when Jesus took Peter and John up the Mount of Transfiguration, are y'all here with me? Peter, James, and John. And Jesus transfigured before them. And Moses was standing there. And Elijah was standing there. And they were having a conversation. It could very well be that all of those events that I just mentioned were really just happening to God at the same time. God was looking at one event. Moses had an experience. Elijah had an experience. Peter, James, and John were watching Jesus have an experience. But it was all the same experience from different points of history. But in eternity, it happened at once. Are y'all still here with me? That's why Trinitarians get confused. Because the Bible said in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. They think that that's a separate God. Not at all. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, that's God in time. And the word was God, that's God in eternity. In other words, as soon as God wants to reveal himself, that's time. As long as God stays quiet, that's eternity. Anytime he wants to reveal something, he does it in time. Y'all are still here with me. He was always the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. But he was manifesting the fullness of Are y'all still here with me? Time is just the stage on which God manifests his mind. That word logos, as a matter of fact, it doesn't just mean word. It means universal thought 
or the universal blueprint or everything that God is ever thinking and about to do Lord have mercy no wonder the Bible says beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy through vain deceit after the traditions of men after the rudiments of this world and not after Christ for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily whatever God's getting ready to do he manifested in Jesus apostolic this is why you shouldn't be ashamed when folk call you Jesus only you need to turn to your neighbors and say, if not Jesus then who everything is in Jesus my future is in Jesus my past has been washed away in Jesus my present is in Jesus all God is about to do is in Jesus listen so God had an original plan Adam, Cadman, the original man off which Adam was made. Now here's where it gets crazy. Here's where universal dominion comes in, Bishop. The first Adam was supposed to have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every creeping thing. Somebody say three dimensions. What we don't realize is God was just putting Adam in school to train him for something greater because the fish of the sea represented the lower parts of the earth dominion over the cattle represented the earth on which we live and the fowl of the air actually represents the heavenly realm the first Adam was just in training and God knew he was going to fail he completely failed and gave over dominion to an angel who had fallen already but that's all right God knew that was going to happen and that's why he was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world God wanted to redeem some folk that when they were washed in the blood you have never seen a praiser like somebody who's been delivered from sin I've got about a thousand y'all in here tonight that, that can declare I was on my way to hell but now I've been washed in the blood and sanctified by the spirit and if you think you've seen me shout just hang on for a little bit cause I'm getting ready to shout like you've never seen in your life come here son so the first Adam failed he fell but God said don't worry you're not the original you're just made in the image of the original I'm going to come down there and show you how this is supposed to work oh Lord have mercy Jesus said well I'm going to come down in flesh and do for you what you couldn't do for yourself you were supposed to have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every creeping thing on the earth but really my plan for you was not just dominion down here but it was a greater dominion you were the first Adam you messed up come here last Adam Jesus said I'm gonna come here and I'm gonna beat that devil at his own game everything that the devil stole 
because he knew something about you that you didn't know when the devil saw you he said wait a minute you look too much like the God of glory you look like a son of God and that word son of God everybody ain't really a son of God now look at your neighbor say as many as are led by God led by his spirit they're the sons of God everybody's not a son of God you can only be a son of God if you were created one or if you were adopted one through being born again we all used to be a part of the first Adam but when you get born again you're a part of the last Adam I'm getting ready to help somebody here when you were in the first Adam all you were doing was fish of the sea fowl of the air and creepy crawlies and cattle on the earth but the last Adam said I'm getting ready to beat that devil and I'm getting ready to take back everything he stole from you and here's what I'm getting ready to do when I die and I rise from the grave I'm gonna say all power is given to me watch this now in heaven and in earth I'm preaching to somebody not only that I am the one who was dead but now I'm alive forevermore and I've got the keys of death and of hell somebody didn't get it yet let me see if I can put it a different way Jesus said you're not just running stuff down here baby but when you get baptized in Jesus name and when you get filled with the Holy Ghost I'm getting ready to give you the keys of the kingdom whatever you bind on earth is about to be bound in heaven whatever you loose on earth is about to be loosed in heaven grab your neighbor by the hand real quick and say in the name of Jesus I bind every devil that's come against your heart that's come against your mind that's come against your family that's come against your children and in the name of Jesus I loose your miracle I loose your deliverance I loose your healing I loose your victory thank you brother Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Lift your hands for just a moment. I feel something getting ready to happen in this building. Somebody getting ready to come out of a prison that the devil had you in for a very long time. Too much for you being broke, busted, and disgusted. God is not coming back for a weak church. He's coming back for a church with power. He's coming back for a church with dominion. Here it is, Brother Booker. The first Adam then was just in training. All he had to do was run things down here on the earth, but that wasn't his destiny. His destiny was always to become someone who would have authority in the natural and in the spirit realm. No wonder the Bible says it like this. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. God wants you to act like this. Who even though he was in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took unto himself the form of a servant, being made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion. 
position as a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross wherefore God hath also highly exalted him watch it and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow whether things in heaven or things on or things it's a three-dimensional authority somebody needs to know that the name of Jesus gives you power with the angels gives you power with men gives you power over the devil Feel the Holy Ghost. It's not about who you vote for this year. It's about whether you can recognize that because you're a blood-bought, Holy Ghost, tongue-talking, apostolic, you can walk into your city and begin to declare some stuff. I wish some of you would just do it right now and say in the name of Jesus, the spirit of perversion will not destroy my community my church somebody look at your neighbor as a neighbor get up from your complacency now no more being weak it's not just coming to church and speaking in tongues I'm saying that the church needs to recognize that you're not a weak church you're a church with power somebody needs to know we can pull down every principality we can pull down every demon we can pull down every spirit everything that's trying to set itself up now I'm going to say some stuff now now I don't know if brother Holmes is going to invite me back after I say this stuff there's a few devils that have tried to entrench themselves listen in the Pentecostal movement hiding trying to come into our choirs trying to creep into our preachers trying to shut the mouth of the ministry trying to hold us back from this dominion because they recognize that there's about to be a revelation of the power of God in the apostolic church it will want to shut down preachers like you and shut down churches like this but I have a prophetic word from the Lord brother young God Almighty is getting ready to pull the wool off all the fake apostolic churches you're not gonna be able to hide for much longer whatever you are is about to be manifest God is allowing it to get crazy enough that he's about to say will the real apostolics please stand up who's gonna preach what's right who's gonna bind the devil who's gonna call a spade a spade who's gonna call sin sin God is doing something God is saying something right now in the end time brother Booker there are preachers who are afraid to preach against homosexuality now well we don't want to offend anybody Bless God. Amen. We're just going to let him direct our choir. Demons of hell. I'd rather have a director that don't know music than somebody who got talent. 
and is locked up with a demon in the middle of the night because whatever you put on the pulpit is getting ready to go out into your church and I don't know about you but God's not about to dwell in the midst of a mess somebody needs to say it's still holiness or hell it's apostolic or it's not right Brother Holmes, here's part of the problem. Glory to God. Every preacher has got to watch themselves in this generation. That we don't get caught up with the spirit of the age to the point where we're being entertained so much by demons that demons dictate what we preach. Come on, somebody. I can build a real big church real quick if I just water down some stuff and just move some stuff out of the way and not speak to some things. But I'd rather have a real church than a real crowd. Y'all ain't saying what I'm saying. And can I keep it real? If we preach the real truth, there's enough power in the gospel to save anybody. God is still going to give us the masses. Brother Young, can I speak it in this building tonight? We're getting ready to multiply on a level that we have never multiplied before. I see it. Thousands upon thousands in every church receiving the Holy Ghost. Now watch this. Glory to God. The Lord began to show me that in this end time, He's allowing all the stuff in politics to happen just to put a dividing line in the sand. There's a line in the sand now. God's about to say, who's on the Lord's side? It's not about whether God is on your side. The question is, are you on God's side? Who's on the Lord's side? If you're on the Lord's side, you're going to walk in dominion. If you're not on the Lord's side, you're going to be wishy-washy and spineless. Will the real apostolics wave your hands and shout the name of Jesus? We will not come. get out of the way I close my Bible watch it now brother Robinette all these places that you're going Trinitarians are running to the truth now's the wrong time to quit being apostolic the world has seen enough fake Christianity they've seen enough preachers of LA and preachers of Detroit and preachers of Atlanta is a liar. There's nothing real about those preachers. These are real preachers. One God, apostolic, Jesus name, Holy Ghost preachers. Let me ask you all a question. How come the Muslims are growing so fast? 
If holiness is so big a problem, I went to preach in Kentucky and they advertised that a former Muslim is coming to preach because my name is Rashidi. <laughs> Preacher picked me up at the airport and said, bless God, we're so glad that we have you, brother Rashidi. Amen, you're going to tell him how you converted from Islam? And I said, well, sir, I've never been a Muslim. He said, son, but that's what I advertise to the people. I said, but sir, I've never been a Muslim one day in my life. He says, well, you better not tell a soul in that church tonight. So I just went in there and preached Jesus. I never mentioned Allah one time. And that's all right. Because Jesus is greater than Allah. Jesus is greater than Buddha. Jesus is greater than any God you want to name. So how come? How come Islam is growing so fast, Brother Lambeth? Amen, if holiness is a problem. And us Pentecostals, we've never asked you to wrap your head up in a scarf and so much that we can't even see your eyes, sisters. Young people are the biggest recruits of ISIS. ISIS is not having a problem recruiting young people. Y'all are quiet up in this apostolic. Oh, well, they don't want it, brother. Amen. This 2016, glory to God. We can't be preaching all that hard holiness and everybody living right, preaching against all of that stuff. Amen. Bless God. That's, we need that in the church now. Just kind of just shh with that stuff and you'll have revival. While the mosque down the road is growing to the thousands and all I can see is these sisters' eyes. Can I tell you the truth? I've never seen a real holiness church that didn't have true revival. I've only got five of y'all to clap. If it's real holiness, you better believe there's going to be revival. Because people are tired of fake churches. They're tired of false religion. They're tired of lies. They want a real apostolic church. They want somebody to stand up for the truth. They want some holiness. Am I preaching too long? I'm sorry, Brother Holmes. Pastor Nathan said I can preach. Glory to God. How many of y'all say I can preach just about two minutes more? So here's where it gets real crazy now. Amen. In my city, Brother Robinette just came to my church about a week ago. Maybe a week and a half ago. Glory to God and got to preaching in our church before church was over. 70 people had received the baptism of the Holy Ghost and 23 of them got baptized in Jesus name and can I tell you the truth we're still one God we're still Acts 238 we're still holiness or hell we still preach against makeup we still preach against jewelry y'all ain't saying nothing I'm still preaching against television I'm still against cutting the hair you want to know why my bishop preaches it and he says boy you better preach it and since he's having revival i 
I want to have revival. Holiness is right. Since the beginning of this year, over 340 people have already been baptized in Jesus' name with at least half of those receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Don't tell me Acts 2.38 doesn't work. Acts 2.38 is the only thing that works. Boy, I wish I had more shouters than that. I wish I had a few folks down at the back that still preach it straight. I wish I had some preachers in the building that says holiness is right. No wonder then, universal dominion. Here's where the church is going, Brother Robinette. Hallelujah. There's getting ready to be a supernatural outpouring that's going to happen in the church in this end time. Brother Holmes, here's the prophetic word for you and this church. Amen. You have holiness and you have prayer. The two of them work together to procure this three-dimensional dominion I'm talking about. Amen. Because you pray, God's getting ready to open some blind eyes. Folks are about to step out of wheelchairs. I can't get enough. I need some faith down here. Folks are getting ready to come out of wheelchairs. Cancer is about to leave the body. Somebody in the building better hear me tonight. Diabetes is about to come out of people's bodies. Folks are going to see miracles and signs and wonders. It's going to happen in California. It's getting ready to happen in Arkansas. It's going to happen in Ohio. It's getting ready to happen in Alabama. It's going to happen in Florida. Down in Mississippi. Holy Ghost revival in Brazil. Getting so crazy in America now that we got to check folk at baptism. This is the men's side. This is the women's side. Transgenderism. Everywhere. We have to check and say, now what are you really? What were you when your mama had you? Am I, am I too crazy up in here tonight? Or is this all right? What were you when your mama had you? Glory to God. Because I still believe that God is able to deliver you from whatever depth of wickedness you find yourself in. In the name, I don't care what Bruce Jenner says. That's the ugliest. I never seen nothing so crazy in my life. So now we're getting ready to get so real in our churches that if you're a fake preacher, we're about to find out. Because if you're politically correct, amen, you're not a real preacher. But you got to throw out political correctness and say, wait a minute, Jesus said all power is given me in heaven, in earth, in hell. 
Y'all ever hear what this preacher is saying? I used to be a part of the first Adam, but now I'm in the last Adam. I have universal dominion, and all I got to do is call on the name of Jesus. And every devil has got to bow. Every demon has got to bow. Every spirit has got to bow. Lift your voice right now. Begin to call on the name of Jesus. Brother Booker, this thing has to become our master passion. Every hand lifted. As I'm walking across this platform right now, there are demonic spirits in your city that have been sitting entrenched in authority for a long time. in your city as represented in your country in your county in your territory they've been sitting up there as if they control everything the prince of the power of the air of your city is acting as if he doesn't know that the last Adam has already showed up and he has already spoiled him made an open show of him and triumphed over him with your hand lifted in this building if you have been baptized in Jesus name and you are filled with the Holy Ghost you're not in the first Adam now you're in the last Adam you are a son of God use the authority Shoto 
reach that hand over to the person beside you if two of you tonight can touch and agree if i can get two or three of you to believe that san diego will have revival to believe that revival is hitting little rock to believe that the greatest harvest that we've ever seen is going to come in this end time in the middle of all this crazy stuff open your mouth touch and agree speak it out tonight for me it's about to increase but can I tell you as you begin to traverse again nation after nation such a mighty Holy Ghost outpouring is going to increase in your ministry but here's what's getting ready to happen there's also going to be an influx of miracles signs and wonders for no other reason than to confirm that the one God doctrine that holiness is the right way the word of God is going to be confirmed by these miracles signs and wonders in you why wish somebody could rejoice with him is this all right Bishop if it becomes our master passion if it grabs a hold of us bishop if the anointing that's on this man hallelujah can be transferred to this next generation lord have mercy we're getting ready to see a greater revival than ever before come here bishop is your son here where's brother booker where's the other brother booker come on in here watch this universal dominion now you have a kid? Where is he? Is he here? Let me use. I want a Holy Ghost young man. Where you at? One of y'all. Come on, quick. That's what I'm talking about. 
That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about right here. Well, I'll use two of y'all. Bold enough. Listen to this. Heaven, earth, under the earth. Three dimensions. God showed me earlier this year. He said the spirit of Jezebel that is moving through the country right now cannot be defeated in one dimension. Has to be defeated in three dimensions. Watch this. I call you fathers. I call you young men. I call you children. Three dimensions. Fathers. Baby boomers. The baby boomers now are in the position of authority. These are the men who are the bishops of our movements now. They are the elders that are giving direction to the rest of us. They have the wisdom. They have the experience. They have the resources. But they're not as strong as they used to be. Physically. Not spiritually, physically. Here comes the generation Xers. The young men. These are the men who have moved, listen, in corporate America, they are in CEO positions while the baby boomers are in chairmanships. In the church, these men, baby boomers, are the bishops and overseers and elders of the movement. And the next generation under them have become the pastors or the men on the ground. Bishop Holmes, the overseer. Pastor Nathan, the next generation. Come here, pastor. Go right beside your dad. Listen. Elijah prophesied that Jezebel would be killed. He preached it all his life. Battled her all his life. She threatened to kill him. You can know when you have a prophetic anointing because the spirit of Jezebel will try to intimidate you and shut you up. Elijah told Elisha, Jezebel's got to die. Elisha took up the prophecy and said, she shall surely die. But he didn't kill her. Y'all better hear me. You know how this thing is going to work? When the anointing of this man gets on this man. Kneel here, boy. Kneel, son. And when the anointing flows from this generation to this generation to this generation, Jehu shows up and Elisha sends a prophet and says, You anoint that young Jehu. What's he going to do? He's going to look up at Jezebel and say, who's on the Lord's side? Throw her down. The anointing is going to flow from the first generation to the second generation into the third generation. Listen, it's a three-dimensional dominion.
Because this man, as long as his hands is up, he's touching the heavens. This man, he's on the ground like Joshua, leading him into the promised land. He's working the earth. But God's raising up some young people. The apostolic church is not dead. You better hear me. There's some teenagers in this room tonight. Why you think God filled your four-year-old granddaughter, Bishop, to confirm that that third dimension, that third dimension, that third dimension is getting ready to rise up. They are the last generation. This is it. It's about to come. It's about to be over. That's why, that's why Justin Timberlake wants him and Taylor Swift wants them. Y'all better hear this preacher tonight. That's why demons of hell are coming against these kids in the middle of the night while you parents are asleep. Hallelujah. Devil's trying to take them out. Y'all better get radical and go back to what the elders used to tell you and grab you some anointing oil and lose your mind in your house and start to walk through your house like you're crazy and anoint everything anoint the bed am I sound I'm preaching law but somebody better get it here tonight we need that third dimension anointing to kill the spirit of Jezebel why do you think that God would gather all these preachers in Little Rock, Arkansas? Little Rock, Arkansas? What is the prophetic importance of Little Rock, Arkansas in 2016? And what kind of spirit is moving through our country? Right now he that hath ears to hear you better hear what I'm prophesying to this congregation y'all better bind the spirit of Jezebel y'all better do it here tonight if we don't do it tonight Y'all better hear me. If we don't do it here tonight, the elder alluded to it earlier on. Some of y'all missed that. She laughed when he said it. Lord have mercy. You better believe there's a demon spirit at work. It's a spirit of perversion. My God, the last eight years, we've never seen such perversion. Did you ever dream, stay down there, that you'd see a day when the White House became a rainbow? Do you think we can come up in here and play cute church? Oh no. We need universal dominion. 
keep his hand up he's touching heaven get under this anointing as far as you can y'all out here if you want it only if you want it pull into this altar as far as you can something's getting ready to be imparted to you tonight especially you young people The old prophet had an anointing, brother. It got on you. You know what your responsibility is now? To pass it into one of these. Oh, shata. Come here, brother Young. Where you at? Oh, radabas, shatalabas. Same deal. Got the elder. His hands on you. Your job. Oh, where's your son? Is he here? Come on, kid. Lord have mercy. Y'all get over by the bishop. I'm telling you. This is how it's working now. You see what I'm saying, Brother Holmes? This is it right here. If you lift this hand up, they'll always touch heaven. They've already walked this path. They got the experience. First dimension. Elijah anointing. Elijah anointing. Pure fire. It moves from here. Heaven. Fowl of the ear. You can take out those devils in high places. Rank for rank. General for general. You better believe, Apostle Hamdeth. Generals fight generals. You mess around and try to deal with Jezebel without that anointing flowing on you, that thing will chop your head clean off. But if you stay right there, oh Lord, if we can just get you to stay right here, right under, that thing will flow right off of him. Heaven, it'll hit the earth. And boy, You'll be able to walk straight into Gehenna. And you'll be able to bind any devil that exists down there. The shoemate, same thing. Here's old Bishop Shoemate. There it is. Shatala Messiah. This is the elder. They're always touching heaven. If that anointing will get off the bishop. It'll come down on the pastor. It'll go into the boys. And they'll tear the devil's kingdom up. Universal dominion. We're moving out of the first Adam. We're in the last Adam now. Heaven, earth, under the earth. Where are you young ladies? Where are the young ladies that want the same anointing? was on old mother homes do any of you sisters want the 
same anointing that was on all mother homes. Do you young men want the same anointing that's on your pastor, that's on your bishop, that's on the first lady? Three dimensions. Come on and get it. Y'all better press your way in. Y'all better act like you want that mantle. Y'all better push for it. Some of y'all need to get down on the ground if you have to. We need to turn this into a complete seeking of the Lord. We need the anointing to flow from the head down. Don't you miss this. Lay out on your face if you have to. Kneel down where you can. Reach over and get it.
listening by Holy Ghost Radio, you better lift your hands right where you are and say, God, I've got to have this universal dominion. I want that three-dimensional anointing. from the back. 